Glory Days. The best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. On Radio Nova. Hello again. Hello. Hello again. No, I shouldn't sing, really. No, why not? I think that's one thing we never do. We uh, never sing, yeah. We never sing. We, apart from when we go into bank holiday weekends, which uh, there's one of those approaching, isn't there? Yeah. Very soon. We have our, oh. we have our kind of uh, theme song going in. You're right, Jim. We don't, I mean, I mean, although should we sing, really? Yes. <laughs> Fuck it, Jim. We, uh, we deserve it. You know what I mean? Like, we come in, we, we do, like, I mean, we do a lot, you know. We push yeah. ourselves. We're middle-aged men living the dream. Yeah, I, I think there should, we should, it's like we're living in a musical half the time. Yeah. So why shouldn't we sing? Because the thing about it is, you know when you get people who sing, right, they uh, they, gen- they fall into a number of categories, mm. but there's one big category of people who shouldn't fucking sing. Uh, absolutely, Just yeah. I mean, they, they, for some reason, I don't know where they picked it up along the line. I don't know whether somebody just made a random comment or whatever, but they think they can sing. That's the problem. And with, they can't. Yeah, young people, young people, do you know what I don't like about young people? What? They don't think they're shy as anything. Like, you know, that's what it is. We've said it before, but we're there's a whole generation. We were raised to doubt everything, to always think that we were brutal at stuff, you know? Yeah. Don't speak when you're spoken to. You know what I mean? You're useless. Uh, you know, you start a band, your dad goes, I'd say you two are fucking shitting themselves, any <laughs> you? You know, you, you, you start learning the language and it's like, oh, excuse him, you, parlez vous français. Yeah. You know, you get God slagged. God forbid you have any self-confidence or self-belief. Exactly, or yeah. You want to knock that out, you tell yeah, you. Yeah. No, you don't want yeah, to be. Yeah. Okay, you won't get on, fuck. You get going around thinking you're all that. Yeah, get all over yourself. Who do you think you are? Leading Harold Crusader or something? Uh, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> Harold Crusader! <laughs> he was one of my heroes. Yeah. <laughs> Harold Crusader. You Love know, it. had him on the wall. Had him on the wall there. But like kids now, they're told. Like you read, they get, and they're, you can be anything you want. Yeah. Absolutely. Any, all you have to do is, and, and, you, and then there's all this shite. Put it into the universe, and it will, you will attract it. You won't. You're shit. You're shit. You, you, you can't, you, you can't, if you were singing uh, Michael Bolton songs going, How can we be lovers if we can't be friends? Yeah. You're never going to see, you're never getting, you, you might get better, but you're never going to make a living doing it. Uh, and yeah, that's and okay. The, and the thing is, as well, though, that they kind of, I don't know that that's, they, the whole, whole idea of this positivity stuff, right? Yeah. Is the idea of, of, well, what? Not hurting somebody's feelings or... You know, but like, yeah. but if you put a kid on a stage, right, and uh, uh, and they can't do very well what it is they're supposed to do, you're basically traumatizing the kid exactly. for life. Yeah, they're just going to remember that time that they were literally they almost shot themselves on, on in front of an audience, in front of an audience, because they couldn't remember the bleeding lines. Public humiliation because all the people kept saying, "No, you can do it. You can do it. Go for it." You know, remember we all had one lad in school that had like. Literally two left legs, uh, and they would try to play football or something. And yeah, he'd take a kick, miss his shoe, would come off and hit someone <laughs> in the ear, or some other disastrous sort of events. His sport wasn't for him, and that's all right. Yeah. So he got into I don't know books with pandas or shit. I don't know what they got into, but they got into <laughs> other shit. They're out there doing other shit now, and and that's mm. all right. And what's wrong with being shit at stuff anyway? I know because that's how you go. We're you're all like, shit you at ninety nine percent of things. You all should of us. just it, you should treat it just as a list, right? Yeah. I tried that. I was shit at. Move on. Try that. I've still shed at that. Moved on. And eventually, you'll fit. in theory, you'll stumble across on something. Uh, and, and that's the thing. Sometimes you realise you're good at something and you don't like it. And that's that's a uh, actually that is a bit shit. That, that happened to me. Actually, that shit. That, yeah. yeah. That no, that's me. the worst thing of all. Yeah, I got into stand up and I realised, ah, oh, I can make a living doing this. Finally, yeah. I found something I can do. 
Oh, I don't like it, though. Yeah. Remember I did that thing I, And I spent a few hundred quid in it Where you do this um, This test oh, And it's all that mad I stuff I love this story All these It's sort of like I, I forget what it's called But anyway And there's personality involved And there's aptitude involved And it's supposed to take all this it stuff Assess you, all your capabilities Absolutely yeah. And at the end of it It's supposed to tell you What your ideal career would be So and I Like and I've been in radio a long time And I did this thing to You know thinking You know something Maybe I've, I'm, I'm kind of bored with it I've You know whatever I don't know And uh, I did this and it came back you'd be very good in radio and television yeah like, there you go I spent what and you're how much like, did that just cost yeah. me and you're like well, where would you get that idea you shithead <laughs> you know like, like that's the same as that fuck now that's like one of those things where you take your car in to see if there's something wrong with it and they go oh okay it's a hundred quid to, to assess it and yeah. then you assess it and then you go right it's broken and you go you bastard you I knew that much and yeah. you, you have to tell me what you have to what the way? How much is it going to cost? Because I was it? hoping for it. You know the way you always sort of secretly believe somewhere at the back of your mind. You sort of secretly believe there's a, a profession or a that you had yeah, a, a stone I, left unturned. Exactly yeah. that you've never even dreamt of. It wouldn't occur to you in a million years. Yeah, like I was expecting. I don't know somebody. Do you know something? You would be amazing as a. Beekeeper. I don't fucking. I got a, yeah. a landscape gardener. Or a, I thought it'd be something mad that I'd go, Jesus, I never thought of that. I know. And, if, oh. and, and of course there isn't. No. We're, we're around long enough to have thought of everything, right? But there isn't anything we haven't thought of. Not at this stage. Yeah. And there's plenty out there maybe we could have done years ago, but we're not getting into it now. I, I would love to play for Dublin. Let's be realistic. I'm not going to play. For, I, it hurts getting out of bed. It's never going to happen. Yeah. And then there's people with the mad ideas. Now, some people that can pull it off, like Elaine, my ex, right? Yeah. She's unbelievable. So she sort of sits there and she goes, oh, do you know what I'd love? I'd love a job, right, where you wake up at 10 and you walk to half 11. And then you take the dog for a walk. And then when you do that, you got you have, a, I don't know, a little bit of an hour to eat lunch. And then maybe I could do one of my hairs or something after, you know, do a bit of it. Mm. And you're going, so are you just, th- you're just imagining something that doesn't exist at all in the universe yeah. and thinking that's what I'm going to do and she'd be like yeah sure enough six months later she fucking has a job where she works for an hour and a half do you know what that, is, yeah. you know what that is PJ that's putting it out to the oh, universe <laughs> Yeah, yeah, all that. Yeah, yeah. That's putting it, and the universe will conspire uh, to bring it back. That's what I have. Did you watch that movie, The Secret? What oh, was it? Oh, my God. Have you, and there's that, there's this big American wanker, and he's there doing this thing. He goes, I, will, I put a picture of a house that I was dreaming, and I thought one day I'm going to own a house just like this. Yeah. And I forgot I had that picture. And then one day I was unpacking in my new home. And I was in the very house <laughs> yeah. that was in the picture. And you're like, you, yeah. so you forgot, he, what, you had it every day and you forgot what it looked like. You're a liar. Yeah. You're a liar. Like that's it, because he claims it wasn't just a house that looked like the picture. It was the, it was the actual house, house from the magazine. And then you get to this other head case and he goes, <laughs> I packed a suitcase. Remember this fella? Every day. And I went to the airport and I didn't even have a ticket. Yeah. And I packed a suitcase and I, and I went to the airport and I waited in the check-in line and when it came to my turn, I went home. <laughs> and now... <laughs> do you remember that? And he goes, and now I travel the world and I got paid a million dollars a month. And you're like, you... Yeah. <sighs> This is ridiculous. Because they had a thing that there was a thing with that where you could print off a check. 
Do you yeah, remember this? I do. You could print off a check and you could write the check to yourself. Yeah. And, and the idea would be that that would be that somehow, some way, you would discover that the and the universe would provide you whatever amount you had written on written that on check. for yourself. Yeah. yeah. So I straight away wrote a million quid and I'm still fucking waiting. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 I, I I remember watching that and at the time. I didn't know if there was something to this or not. It was a whole new ethos, you know. And your man is writing the check to himself, right? And it's, uh, I'll write you a check for one million dollars, and then you one day you'll be able to pay that into your account. And then I realised after about a week, that's not even how a bank works. <laughs> you don't write yourself checks. The money's already in your account. That's yeah. not what. That's not what a bank. You, that's it doesn't yeah. work that way. Oh yeah. And well, you're like, this I is. I so wanted it to work, oh. but it just, it just didn't. It didn't pan out. And yeah. that's the see. That's the thing, isn't it? You see, it just. There's a lot to be said for. I mean, like you remember, like they learn from your mistakes. Yeah. They always learn, whatever that thing that. Began. That's surely that's the very point of you know when you realise you're shit at something. It's like me with golf, right? I yeah. Mean, I mean, you can't keep going at something that. Just fucking annoys just you annoys all you. the time. Irritates you, makes you unhappy. Yeah, yeah. And then, you and, then and then your mates keep it. Ah, come on, we're going again. I don't want it. I hate doing I hate it. Hate it. Ah, for God's sake, come on, will you, Jay? Yeah. And you're like, oh man. Yeah, you're like, why? no. Yeah, no. It's organised fun to me. I'd rather, you know, I'm not into it. And then you have to equate that luck is such a huge part of all our lives, you know? Yeah. Because let's face it, every single one of us is a mistake. Every single one of us is a mistake. If your ma planned you, you are the 1%. The rest of us, let's not say a mistake then. A su- uh, definitely a, a surprise. surprise. There's no yeah. doubt about that. Uh, but and So what, everything that happened after the point of you coming out and going, yeah. so much, like it's, it's 70% luck. So I just like to carry on through my life knowing I'm a terrible mistake that happened to the planet. Uh, and, and, and then I'm happy with the, with the disasters that follows, you know. Right, it's like you always said about, like, the lower you keep your expectations, exactly. the closer you'll get to happiness. Give up on your dreams. Everything's a bonus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus, yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. still getting away with it. And then you don't feel bad. You feel really good about your stuff, and you look at other people who do better and go, yeah, yeah, jammy bastard. Exactly, because where would you be without a good old-fashioned dose of begrudgery? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I say, I say, I'm on a Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> He's all right. <laughs> Definitely doesn't deserve the success. Who likes him only? Culchies and Levi's, anyway. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Deadly. Yeah. Right, listen, let's give you a few of the best bits from um, from the show during the week, shall we? Uh, what have we got? Actually, we're doing a lot of chat about holidays. I, that, I to tell you something that's something we're going to deal with in the future you and I PJ Gallagher yeah, I know. holidays because we're, we're still trying to get you sorted out on that but anyway that's a story for a different day but anyway we ended up talking about and, and not so much the idea of you know fabulous destinations and lounging on beaches and all that it was more about the sort of um, well there was a bit about the getting there yeah do you remember that there was yeah. that, like having to go through that oh. nightmare at the airport yeah yeah and not just yeah. and the plane and the people around you and all of that stuff yeah absolutely so that was that was one thing we ended up talking about and then the other was was um you know obviously with the cost of living that was a big topic or whatever and if you're yeah if you are looking for a deal you know what i mean if you think there's an opportunity for a deal with like say for example a hotel with <laughs> But some deals are just too, yes. literally too good to uh, be yeah, true. Too, if it sounds too, it is. Yeah. So you, you'll get to hear all of that. Also, um, <laughs> uh, we were talking about, um, we were venturing into the unknown really when we came to two of us, but we were talking about toddlers. Yeah. During the week. Oh my, yeah. And, and 
the sense of entitlement that comes with being a two-year-old, I suppose. You might say it that way. Exactly. And there was, to be honest with you, it was absolutely brilliant. We, we discovered, actually, that toddlers and eccentric billionaires... Uh, essentially have the same personalities, yeah. yeah. have yeah. pretty much the same desires in life. <laughs> Uh, and also, um, we chatted about how, apparently, um, classism, okay, uh, as it was once known, uh, is now, th- that could become outlawed. Yeah, there, become there's a growing movement to put it on the same pedestal as, like, uh, racism or homophobia and all of that. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, which on the one level we were very supportive of. Yeah, societally, absolutely supportive of. Um, but but the, we did discover one potential flaw. Yeah, but socially, if it means, like, uh, Jim McCabe and myself can't slag each other and and get slagged and slag other people. But we're not over it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, listen, have a listen, and we'll talk to you the other side. Glory Days. The best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. On Radio Nova. Holiday season in full swing at the moment, of course. Absolutely. People are jetting off to far-flung exotic places and all that sort of stuff at the moment. And most of us, like, you know, when it comes to holidays, obviously fans of holidays, fans of, you know, your destination and, and you know, looking forward to, to getting there and doing whatever it is your holiday, in, in, you know, entails. Most of us don't, not massive fans of getting there. No, not massive. Well, no, I don't think so. Uh, some people, those, some are uh, odd as truppins and they just, were, they're quite happy to sit on planes. No, the rest of us, it's a sort of test of endurance, oh, I think. Oh, yeah. That's uh, exactly it, isn't it? It's literally like grin and bear it, grind your teeth, get through it. Until you get until to you, pa- your paradise, exactly, yeah, and then your holiday's ruined because you have to come home, you know, through <laughs> the same experience. Uh, but cabin crew are lately they've started warning people of things you should never do on an airplane. Uh, so cabin crew members are coming out and saying, "Listen, there's some there's some mistakes they see people make all the time." Uh, and now that, it, like you said, it's holiday season, they're trying to warn people away from it. Right. You know, so simple stuff. It really is simple stuff. Like when you're getting onto the plane, don't stand in the middle of the. Flipping <laughs> corridor in the aisle. You know, don't stand there taking off your jacket and opening the thing and waiting and looking at the cube. Step into the feckin' seats. Get out of the way. Get out of the way. I, I just want to point out that I suspect the, you know, the, the cabin crew who were pointing this out probably didn't have the level of passion that PJ yeah. Gallagher has. You feel like a man that's been... Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I feel justified that the cabin crew have come out and said this because I wanted to say this for ages. Get out of me way. You can step into the seat. You can open the up from inside from the two seats. Then you step out for a second, throw yourself in and get out again. But get out of the way. <laughs> Who'd have thought you were such a, a strong advocate for cabin crew rights? Oh, yeah, you, you ever go, yeah, yeah, I know. Who it would've... is weird though, isn't it? It is mad when somebody is like, like, and especially they do it and they're they're literally at the at the start of the plane. I know, yeah. So it's, you know, there's like an entire plane have to get by them. Yeah. yeah and they're in, they're in row three or something and they insist on, as you say, yeah. making sure they have everything for the flight. Oh, yeah. Before they even sit Before in. Before they even sit down and there's 300 people waiting on steps and out in the rain. And you're there, oh, it drives me up the wall, that sort of stuff, you know. <sighs> so wow. so that's what cabin crew are saying. Not just me, cabin crew indeed. Um, although, get me started. Don't even get me started on the inside the, the security. Don't even get me started in there. Yeah, you're, you're queuing for a half an hour and then it suddenly comes as a hell of a shock. You're supposed to put metal in the tray. Put stick you through the machine. Yeah, yeah. You have yeah, when, you, when, you, when you see the poor security lads having to say, no, and your belt. Oh, and my belt. Oh, and my belt, yeah. And and you, and you, and you, and you, literally wa- said it. Oh, my yeah. God. And did me watch. If you, t- if you think, if you think, if, just do it. Just do it. 
And then yeah. it comes through the other side yeah. and your man stands there and starts rebelting his trousers and put well, you, it's in the tray, there's tables. <laughs> There's tables at the other side of the airport. No! Yeah. Get lost! Exactly. You know. Bit of preparation. As you say, the shock of like, oh, you have to, oh, oh right, as well. Oh, yeah. And like, oh, ring, oh, oh yeah, jewellery. Oh, jeepers. <laughs> and then they get out to your side, some lunatic reassembling a, a pram. Get out of the way! <laughs> so, so uh, also they say keep your sick bag to yourself that's it oh because apparently a thing happens someone goes onto the plane they go and then they go excuse you, you couldn't get rid of that for us don't like they hand the big bag I have to say I have to say I, now thankfully I've never been sick on a plane yeah. right? so I've never had to have the, 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 the dilemma but like I like I would have assumed that the idea was like you know take that and throw that in the bin. Oh, like you know what I mean? Are you would the way you say it now? It does sound gross to hand anybody anyone a, a bag, bag of, of sick. Your sick. That's disgusting. That's just as bad as if you have a slash into a can of coke and you say yeah, you wouldn't get rid of that to your woman. I didn't yeah. want to wake the person up next next to me. Or, or walking, walking out of the toilet and handing them a bag going, sorry, yeah, yeah. just get rid of it. I, <laughs> I didn't know. There was no water in the toilet. I didn't know if you were supposed to give it to, to you. That, oh, yeah. I suppose when you put it like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah handing somebody. Yeah, Personal you're right. Big sack of sick. Thanks you're very right. much. I wasn't feeling the best. <laughs> well, people are That's... just wild, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, they say also beware of unhygienic windows they they warn that planes do get cleaned down a lot but not often the windows and you wouldn't believe they says some of the people that would be asleep with their head on the window and all oh yeah there might you be drooling all sorts a drool and, all, and just sweaty foreheads and yeah, general yeah. or one of those lads who's been three months in Thailand and come home with dreadlocks you know he thinks he's a local all of a sudden and uh, yeah, and you know, he's one. Of, you know those people that they go travelling, and they're like, you know, uh, if you don't wash yourself for three months, the natural oils <laughs> of your body take over, and you don't need to ever wash yourself again. Yeah, yeah. I bet you also hand poo and a stick to a woman <laughs> over there, you dirty cretin. Uh, so, so they say, don't be leaning on the windows and yeah, sleeping yeah. on the windows. Yeah. Not a good idea. They also say, don't wear shorts. I've made that mistake myself millions. I always wear shorts. Yeah. For yeah, Why apparently it's unhygienic, apparently. The seats, like, you know, they're going, yeah, if you have less... The How short are your shorts? Well, you mean, like, short enough that the, your legs will be in contact with the seat? Well, I suppose there's always Actually, a little I'm, bit... For God's sake, nobody should be wearing shorts that short. Yeah, That's well, ludicrous. Imagine that, yeah. Some lad just there in the speedos <laughs> and a pair of flip-flops. Love holidays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like to get the most I can out of it, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like to be ready from the moment I get in there, you know. <laughs> yeah, that would be weird. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, surely normal, like Bermuda shorts or, you know, normal like shorts. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. The, the cabin crew say it's not, it's not a, right. a great idea. And also they say, um, f- do flush the toilet when you're in the plane. <laughs> do, like, do, do flush it. I can't believe they have to give that as an instruction. Isn't that mad, yes. Yeah, so, yeah. Someone goes flush. in and drops it. Well, maybe there are those people who do it in a bag and hand it to when they go Maybe out. there are. <laughs> People don't understand things. They go in, they see that there's no water in the toilet, and they yeah. press the button, and you know the way when you flush a toilet in the plane, it goes... Yeah, yeah. It like, it's like it sucks. Uh, I, th- I think some people think that if you just... You don't have to wipe or anything. You just sit there, and it sucks all the... Out of you. Uh, and, they, and then they'd be like, Oh, James, you see that? Or they're afraid of the noise, so they're going, I'm not doing pressing that button again. Last time I pressed it, my arm and all went down the thing after. It's the very best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. On Radio Nova. Oh, it's 718-18100 if you want to give us a shout. few people have been on after we were talking about the airplane situations. Oh, yeah. The, the, <laughs> the, the, the things you encounter. Advice, basically, from cabin crew. 
um, about things you shouldn't do while on a plane, or should or shouldn't do. A lot of people irritated by the idea of people standing in the aisles, that's for oh, sure. Oh, it drives you, it, it's so, it's rude, like. Yeah, yeah. And the other thing, actually, because um, there's a kind of a related story, naturally, you know, we were saying about it being holiday season, and things are so expensive. I mean, everything is expensive. Everything. And holidays are no no kind of exception. They're expensive. So everybody's, you're always looking for a deal. If you can spot an offer, yeah, you f- that's a real win. You big time you take it if you can, or yeah. do you? Because some of the offers are kind of the, hotels are sort of, well, they're taking advantage a little bit to sort of get themselves on the map. So this is or a beachside hotel, for instance. Right. And it's in Ibiza, and they have a room that's cheaper than any other room to stay in, in the hotel. Uh, the only problem is it's completely made out of glass and it's in the lobby. So everyone that comes in can see everything you're doing, except for the toilet and all that's private and the shower unit. But when you're sleeping or walking around or getting dressed or whatever, everyone can see everything. You're basically it's, in a shop window. Yeah, it's completely made of glass. And, and they put it in the lobby. And they put it in the lobby and it's completely made of glass, yeah. So um, that, it's... Uh, there. I... Who would do it? Like, why would you want to? And apparently people who have stayed there say it's a real annoying because at night everyone comes into the lobby after a few jars and they start knocking on the glass uh, to wake you up and sort of see if it's real or whatever, you know. Oh, that's what I was just going to say because you'd think it was a novelty thing. You'd think it was a setup. Yeah, or some I know. sort of weird David Blaine experiment. Or exactly, exactly. You're yeah. bound to be drawn to it. To, that's me. Oh, no. And it's still, yeah. well, it's 100 quid cheaper than the, a than, norm- than the normal rooms, yeah. But I, I don't know. God, to be honest with you, even if it was free, I wouldn't take it. No, you wouldn't. Why would you want to? It's and I mean, like ho- hotels are hard enough to navigate. Well, yeah, apart from okay, so the, the what do you call it? Stuff is is private. You know, you're showering and you're so you're not your wobbly stuff isn't yeah, on display. Yeah, that's, that's all. That's but grand. you still have to get dressed. But I mean, yeah, and then you know, like while you're asleep, sometimes you don't know what you'd be doing exactly, in your sleep. Especially if you'd be hot and all, you'd be there, you're like, 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 you'd be scratching yourself or, you know, or whatever. Yeah, you'd be wearing nothing but a t-shirt after a few fizzies coming in, just lying down on the ground with your t-shirt and socks. <laughs> and people would be walking in going, what in the name of God? Yeah. yeah. It's, I don't know <clears> if that's a good idea. It's a big fear. Like, uh, Garod Farley always tells this story. He was like, uh, he stayed in a hotel and the dreaded thing happened uh, that everyone's afraid of uh, to another man now, not to him, right. where a guy obviously thought he was walking into the toilet in the middle of the night, walked straight out into the corridor and the door shut behind him. And he was like, oh my God, standing there in the nip, no phones in the corridors, had to go down to reception, totally in the nude. Locked out of his room. Yeah, yeah, totally in the nude. And uh, Garoud and all, they were all down in the lobby and they just saw him appear and at the reception desk. <laughs> And everybody was pretending there wasn't a man in the nip. They, they were all just pretending there was just not a man in the nip here. Uh, and they were all just trying to pretend and have their drinks. And So, like, trying to behave as though it was perfectly normal for a totally nude man to be walking around yeah. in, the, and he, in the hotel lobby. And he was standing there just with his hands, his, um, his, both his hands over his ghoulies. And he was going like, uh, I'm going to have to lock myself in my room. And apparently another member of staff made it much worse because he kept going... On the top of his voice, stop looking at him! <laughs> it's just a man in the nip! Stop looking at him! I don't like He's just a naked man! He made a mistake! Leave him alone! And he was rotten. I was, oh my God, stop. You're literally, making it so much worse. Literally, there's probably people there who had genuinely hadn't noticed. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and he's suddenly there going, turning around going, yeah. oh God, there is. There is Mind your own business! <laughs> oh, it's unreal, isn't it? Hotels can be hard to navigate. Can we, like, just out of curiosity, could nobody have offered them something? Like a, you know, I don't know. Yeah, like a towel yeah. or, 
or there a robe or there must have been something that yeah, it could have wrapped around surely itself. Surely it's happened before, you know. Yeah. It's like a t-shirt well, or probably some other lad taking off his trousers no more. You'll have underpants. <laughs> yeah, jump into them, you'll be grand. I, oh, why is that? That is such a that's a recurring nightmare for people, isn't it? The idea that you'd be caught out. Yeah, yeah. I remember telling this story, that exact story, to another comedian, right. and he said he was gigging for a while. And you know, you you gig in a lot of hotels, and they're they're pretty crummy hotels. They're not great, you know. Yeah, yeah. And the first time he got a gig in the states, and he said it was amazing. The first time in a big fancy hotel, and uh, someone knocked on the door and said, "Turn down service," and he didn't know what it was. So he opened the door, and uh, she came in. And she closed the curtains and um, then she sort of did the edge of the bed, the duvet and all. Yeah. You know, put a chocolate on the pillow and everything. Yeah. And then she stood there in front of him and he thought, he didn't know that she was waiting for a tip. And he thought, oh, she's going to tuck me in. So he got into the bed in front of her. <laughs> <laughs> and he was lying there. And did he did he disrobe and do it? Oh like yeah, he, he just like he wasn't even in his pajamas. He was. He said, oh, I, "I didn't know I was supposed to be ready." And he got into the bed, and he just what? with his clothes with on. his clothes. I just lay there in front of her, waiting to get talked to. Him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can you imagine what was going through her? Oh, she she just went good night, sir, and walked out the door. Glory days, the best of morning glory with PJ and Jim on Radio Nova. Anything was possible when you were young, yeah. or at least you believed it to be. Not that it always necessarily had to make sense. No, and uh, uh, it's hard when you're around so toddlers, for instance, who think yeah. anything can happen at any given time. And should yeah, and should happen. So one dad, he got a. He was finding himself really struggling with his toddler, you know. Yeah. And he went on to one of those parents parenting websites and says, listen, come here. I'm really struggling with the kids, you know, the young lad. Yeah. Hey, it's just the tantrums. They're really, I can't cope. And he's having tantrums for the most ridiculous reasons. Like today, for instance, he threw a complete tantrum because I wouldn't let the dog drive him to school. Um, <laughs> And he goes, is anybody else out there? Please, please tell me. So that was the... Yeah. It wasn't even something... He, it wasn't a food thing or it wasn't an uncomfortable thing. It wasn't... Having, no, no. Was, he, he wanted the dog yeah, he, I to mean, drive him to school. Yeah, and he went into an absolute complete temper tantrum, like kicked his shoes off, and, like started wrecking things in the house. Oh, my God. Uh, because dad wouldn't let him drive to school. and uh, Dad wouldn't let the dog drive him to school. And then he uh, had another tantrum later on that day uh, because when they gave him a bath, he said the water was just way too wet for anyone. Uh, so of course you know, it was. Yeah, of course it was. Of course yeah. it was. So uh, to- my God, toddler demands her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's one, very yeah, it's unreal. Yeah, and then one mother says, "Don't worry, it happens all the time. They have tantrums about the maddest things. For instance, my toddler this morning had a complete and utter tantrum because I wouldn't let him have a liter of syrup for breakfast. Uh, so and it just goes on and on. It's like some yeah. of them, like one toddler, doesn't like the feeling of tears in his eyes apparently." Uh, and that made him cry because he thought about tears in his eyes. <laughs> and then he got caught in this vicious cycle where the more he got a tantrum, the more tears appeared in his eyes and the less anyone could do about it. He uh, was crying because he didn't like crying. Yeah, isn't it ins- like brilliant. toddler logic? That is brilliant. Yeah. and then My God, imagine being able to live your life like that. Um, yeah, and especially like the next lad because mm. talk about wanting unreasonable demands. This guy's like a rock star. He complained and threw a tantrum because his breakfast was too hot while eating a bowl of cocoa pop. Uh, so, like, you can't win. 
It, well, it's so hard to be a parent. Cocoa Pops were too hot. Yes, Cocoa Pops were too hot. Yes, when I, I threw an ultra tantrum like I couldn't believe did you, it. Did you say there was one in the list about... Um, did somebody... Wouldn't a, a toddler throw a tantrum because when they woke yeah. up... Yeah, he he woke up in the middle of the or he woke up in the morning. Yeah, and his shoes weren't already on, and he tr- he and he lost his mind. He hates putting his shoes on. He hates it. He says so, he he says he put them on yesterday, <laughs> and now they're off. And I, all he wanted was to not have to deal with the hassle of putting his shoes on so this morning. He wanted them to be on when he woke when up. When he woke up, yeah. <laughs> and it was absolutely ridiculous. He couldn't take his trousers off while his shoes were on. And then he'd have to relive the ordeal <sighs> of, of that the next that's, day. You can't oh, win. You can't, literally can't win. That's something. I mean, that's... The brilliance, uh, brilliance of it all is the fact that they're the kind of demands that you'd expect from, like you know, eccentric billionaires and stuff, it's, you know, that you just expect. There's no no such thing as impossibility. Yeah. I just want it. And, uh, you know what I mean? It it's is, like it, it's like a, a it, spoiled celebrity or something. It really is. It's like a drunk billionaire. Yeah. You just decide you want something to be off for the sake of awkwardness. Like the young girl who her mother told her to, she had her shoes on the wrong feet and tried to change them. She goes, I like them on the wrong feet. Like, there's nothing you can do. That's the way I like my shoes. I like them to point outwards. I prefer having feet that point the wrong direction. I, I like to walk like a duck. It's what I'm into. Oh, it's brilliant. I, it? I, I love the logic of it. I, like, wouldn't you just love if there was some sort of resort you could have a summer holiday in? Where you could make these demands of the staff just for once in your life to live the life of a demanding toddler. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. a drunk billionaire, yeah. in the case may be. And yes, be like, when I wake up in the morning, yes, would you like a particular something for breakfast? No, I just would like to make sure that my shoes are already on when I wake up in the morning. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what would you like for breakfast, sir? I would like a glass, I would like a, a Prosecco <laughs> served in a dog's bowl. Please. Yeah, yeah. With a with a with a liter of syrup. Yeah. And, have, and and warm cocoa pops. Be amazing, wouldn't it? What do you want for dinner? A bucket of volavants. <laughs> Just these insane demands. I absolutely love them. <laughs> We've just had a WhatsApp in from um from Will, who said that my toddler had an absolute meltdown because I wouldn't uh, let her get into the oven to watch her dinner cook. <laughs> Yeah. Janet and Rahini was on to say, I said to my daughter, your shoes are on the wrong feet. And her response was, but they're my only feet. Yeah. And the thing is, <laughs> when it's that logic, she's not wrong. You know, it's, it's a very hard thing to argue against. Yeah. And, uh, and also then um, uh, Tara was on saying, not even a toddler, right? But um, uh, her nine-year-old refused to make her communion if there was any chance that the communion bread was going to be brown bread. <laughs> That's a great demand. It's the very best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. On Radio Nova. Once upon a time, uh, there was stuff you could say... That you can't anymore. And you most certainly cannot now. And now, rightfully so. Well, I was just going to say, in most cases, that's a very good thing. Yeah, of course. people have copped on to, you know, yeah, not being, saying things that might be considered offensive or yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's no longer like sort of publicly acceptable to do uh, jokes about race or... Yeah. Uh, people's sexuality or anything like that, you know. And I think that's better. It's made everybody everything much more sort of inclusive and all of that, you yeah. know. Uh, or the, 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 the latest one has taken, well, it's taken an unusual turn. Well, there's a new, there's a new uh, group and they're gathering a bit of momentum online and they're, they, they say that class discrimination 
uh, should be treated the same as racism, is what they're saying. Right. Now, sounds normal enough to say. Like, well, yeah, and sir- of course, if it's in the workplace or... Just going to say, if it means that you don't get a job because you're supposedly from the wrong side of the socio-economic tracks or exactly, something. Exactly, if you don't get a promotion because of it. Yeah. Or if you're sort of a, you, you know, I don't know, just frowned upon for whatever reasons. We're all for that. I'm all for that. Well, um, where do we go with the slagging then? <laughs> I mean, let's be serious. What are we going to laugh at? What? Hold on a minute. This city was built on people slagging each other from where in this city you come from. Well, exactly. It was literally built on it. The Irish sort of wit is all about, sure, how many times have we slagged off Jim McCabe for not being, for being the only lad in Finglas who who didn't have a horse? Or how how many times have we slagged off People in Dorky for having a horse. In fact, I was neither rich enough or poor enough to have a horse. Well, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. And you see, the thing about that slagging is it works both ways. Because you assume discrimination means that like the, the higher classes would be slagging off the lower classes. Of course. But, I mean, the amount of joy we get of oh. slagging off Kabosh, who lives in... What yeah, yeah, it's not the crack... I'm slagging off, yeah, Ookderoch and Kabochta who are yeah. absolutely sending it uh, while they're on holidays in Thailand. Yeah, I mean, it's just... So, yeah, I mean, I hope, I hope that's not going to be... Would we be considered racists for, for slagging off kind of people who go around talking like that? I certainly hope not. I mean, this city, literally, every time you turn a corner, there's a new accent. Like, every time you turn a corner. Yeah. You know, and I certainly have, I have no intention of stopping slagging people, and I've definitely no intention of stopping being slagged. I remember, like it was gas in, in Marino, the lads from the Ballyback Flats used to slag us for being posh. And then the ones in Clontarf would slag you for being... Poor. Uh, yeah, yeah, so you were kind of, you're kind of this hybrid, I suppose. Uh, you know. So you were, you were getting it from so you, from above and below. Yeah, yeah. I don't have to say, I enjoyed both of it. Yeah. I, you know, really, and you have to be able to sort of give it back. I mean, I to think. be fair, like, would you, like, would you regard, I suppose somebody out there is going to come make a big political statement about this, but of that's not what I mean will, by yeah. it. But, um, but I mean, generally speaking, you know, Ireland's not like, it wouldn't be like England when it comes to class, for example. No, I don't think it I is. I mean, they no. had all sorts. I mean, I never really understood what how you were supposed to differentiate between working class, middle class, Upper class. But you see, that's... yeah. It's, it, like, you know... In a lot of places, it sort of comes down to an accent now. Because yeah. there's lads living in Cologne and all. I mean, they have a seven-bedroom house and a mortgage. And, like, that's a guy with real problems. You know, <laughs> why, why is he taking another fella who's living in Cabra or whatever? And, yeah. you know, he's getting on with his day and there's not, not a bother on him. Uh, so, I, I like, a lot of it is just about... Well, and, I think and co- like most people associated with money, but then as you say, you get especially in the UK, right? You get those lads who own stately homes and they haven't got a pot. Haven't got a pocket. <laughs> they literally are like they just they you know they, everything's they, threadbare. Yeah. And it's like they, I don't know what I'm going yeah. to do with it now. Holes in their jumper and all. Like how do you live? I don't know. The government give me a check in the post office. You see, you're on the dole. Is that what it is? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, like, I hope they're not going to take that away now. I hope we can't slag that guy. Uh, we well, definitely. That, a man with a stately home but holes in his jumpers. Oh, if that yeah. isn't made made for humour, I don't know what is. Yeah, I know. I'm slagging everyone anyway. That's I. I have, I have no yeah. intention in giving up on it. It's too much fun. Yeah, it's too much fun. It's great crack. Like, and that's. I mean, that's a harsh thing, isn't it? Like. To classify it as racism. Uh, yeah, to bring it up to that level, I d- don't think so. Yeah, yeah. 
We we poor unfortunate stately home owners are being picked on. I, yeah, I know stately. You like you have to laugh at them. You know what I mean? The day we remember Jim McCabe's childhood <laughs> when he was in his threadbare breeches chasing a hoop up the street when Fingless was all farms. The day we stop laughing at that <laughs> is the day Dublin has lost its soul. <laughs> <laughs> Glory Days The best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim On Radio Nova So there we have it uh, Another a glorious week on Morning Glory Yeah, yeah There you go I mean I think it was a good week actually you Yeah know. Yeah, I'm exhausted. I mean, and, and bearing in mind, I mean, we had to get through that. That um, like we had to do all of those shows in extraordinary heat. Yeah, oh, that's <laughs> right. Because yeah. we had that that uh, that phenomenal heat wave. That, yeah, yeah, that I, hit us. The like phenomenal that. heat wave that was yeah, that was lasted for an entire day. Mm. How we got through it, I have no idea. It was extraordinary. It was gas. I love the way here we always have like what the Brits always get it either much better. Are much worse than we do. Yeah. We seem to tick along somewhere. Our little metronome doesn't seem to go as far forwards or backwards as it does for them. Yeah. And watching them being cooked at 40 odd degrees, you know, and there were still people here going, oh, I, I, I can't believe it. It was 23 or something. Yeah. yeah. It was 23. But yeah. the, the worst one of all was that, that when you came in that day and you said that somebody, you'd been out on the. I don't know if it was the day of the actual massive heat, was it? Was it the day of that was supposedly the heat wave? Whatever day that was, yeah. I can't remember. The I can't Monday remember now, yeah. But didn't you say that somebody actually turned around to you and said, I bet you'd rather have the beast from the east now, what? Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. Where does that thing even where, come from? What are you from? talking about? Yeah. What, what, 2010? Would you have the winter of 2010, would you? No. No, never. Not at all. You, you stop enjoying, like you stop wanting to, you always want the same people when it's freezing. Yeah. Are the ones that go, Jesus Christ. I wish I couldn't sleep at night. You know, I've that's what I'm saying. Like it just, it's it just, but to go to though, it's one thing to say, oh, having to stay indoors or having to do what, or it's a bit in, oh, I'm, I'm sweating or whatever. Yeah. But, but fucking hell, I know. Wishing for literally a once in a lifetime storm uh, to come yeah. along and shit on you instead. Yeah, unless you're a got. They're the only people that, you know, guts. I always pity guts in the summer. I do. Yeah. You know. Guts are a bit like, and I don't mean this in the, you know, don't take this the wrong way, but they're a bit like dogs. Yeah. They sort of can't do anything about it. No, you can only walk them um, <laughs> when, when before dawn <laughs> or yeah. as the sun goes down because they overheat. Yeah. You know? and it, they can't, it's like. They they're don't looking have, through the hair. And yeah. And they it, don't have the option to change their clothes. A bit like a dog with its coat. Yeah. They don't yeah. have the option to, to shed. I know. Yeah. In order to or kind any, of cool yeah, down. Because they have to be always covered in black and the big high heel buckley boots and the bulge in the front of the skin tight jeans and or else, you know, the long flowing dresses and the, you know, there's a lot going on. Yeah. yeah there's a lot of, I feel sorry for Gots. Like, you know, the Gots are a sort of, they're forgotten about minority. Like, you never see a Gots driving a car. I don't why, but you never see a Gots driving a car. Why is that, you? I don't know. They don't drive cars. They, they don't cycle bikes. You, they don't come out on summer days. You never see a got with a sandwich or with an ice cream. I yeah. don't know what it is about they, them. It, 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 that's extraordinary. They're the forgotten that, about and yet minority. they never get studied by science or anything at all. You know the way like most tribes have been yeah. sort of discovered at this stage, and yeah. you, you kind of know about them even if they're in the deepest, darkest Amazon. Yeah, there seems to be only two sort of gears for gots. Either completely overdressed and out in freezing weather, or at home totally in the nip on an OnlyFans. That seems to be the only two types of gots there is. Completely nude or overdressed. <laughs> I tell you, Jim, t- 10 euro a month and you can see any got you want. 
You've been listening to Glory Days, the best of Radio Nova's Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. Catch the show live weekdays, 6 to 10, on FM, online at nova.ie, or on the Nova app.